Kyan Patterson. I got it. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, my mom. My mom made it difficult, man. It it is for sure, for sure. All right, I'll start over. Well, Kyan Patterson. <laughs> I got this now. We're good. <laughs> We're good. All right. Welcome everybody to the Country on Me podcast. I'm your host, Max Sheriff. Today we have a special guest all the way from Nashville, Tennessee, Kyan Patterson. We had a little laugh about that before this. We're all right now. Um, I got his name right, hopefully, this time. Yeah, um, right. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing well. Um, you know, I uh First time I saw you was down on Broadway. I think it was at the Redneck Riviera. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and you were doing um, acoustic show. I think I want to say your name was Emily Miller, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was in the afternoon. We were down there for my bachelor party, actually. Nice. When we, when we were there, yeah, it was. Um, I don't remember what night it was or or what day it was, but. Um, it was last November and, um, I, uh, I was following you on Instagram for a while and before that, and I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I think I've heard a couple of the songs before. And then I think I asked you to play, um, I think you, one of your songs is out of the country, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I think, I think I requested that song and, uh, yeah. So I always try to do that, like with artists, like try to, you know, ask them for their own songs. Cause that's what, that's what I want to hear. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, where are you, uh, where'd you start off? Where are you from? And we'll, uh, we'll get into that. Cool. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm from right outside of Houston, uh, a place called Katy, Texas. It's about 30 minutes West of Houston. Um, picked up a guitar when I was 13, uh, started playing shows on my own around 16. Okay. And some dive bars that I wasn't allowed to be in. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Through a community college too down there. I started playing dive bars and they didn't, you know, no questions asked. Yeah. And then, uh, I moved up here to Nashville when I was 21 in uh, 2016. Okay. All right. Um, were your parents big into music when you're growing up? Yeah. So uh, my dad, uh, they like my mom sings in a church choir. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad, they, they didn't really play music like out or anything like that. But my uh, my dad's huge on uh, like Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. brought me up on Eric Clapton and Carlos Santana, all that stuff. So he was always like showing me all of his music collection. Yeah. Um, but he didn't he didn't play any instruments or anything like that. But he definitely uh, got me involved into like the blues and uh rock okay yeah i gotcha yeah nice um so did you grow up singing in church too or no yeah through high school i played uh guitar in the church choir oh okay i gotcha all right um that's where a lot of people get their start um especially and you can definitely like hone your craft on like playing the guitar really well because you're you're always doing it every week you know yeah um that's cool that's cool and How's the the music scene where where you're from? Different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was definitely a wake up call when I got up here. Um, yeah, I, it it was great. Like I I miss it because it was definitely like under the table a lot, and like they were dive bars, and I'd play there 
I also played restaurants too on a regular basis. Um, definitely a lot more laid back and kind of was background music. Mm -hmm. Um, didn't get like that atmosphere of like having a band until I I moved up here. Okay. Um, also had no idea that songs were written with other people until I moved up here too. I was a uh, it was definitely a, a lot to learn once I when I, once I came up here. So yeah, yeah. Um, have you kind of uh dived into the you know the writers rounds up there mm -hmm. yeah okay yeah yeah up here uh right when i moved up here uh that was kind of like my in introduction to writing with other people uh like a lot of other artists down here i got started at belcourt taps when that oh. was open okay um, they they were really welcoming to a lot of new artists and uh played in there a lot i got to meet some people and uh just started riding out a little bit. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Um, when did you like first start writing your songs? Were you pretty young? Yeah, yeah. So pretty much right when I started playing guitar, I want to say I wrote my first song around like 14 or 15. Okay. It was definitely a different genre than what I'm doing now. Okay. I was really into this like, I was for, my first big thing was John Mayer. Okay. Was, yeah. So I had a that and like my writing style was kind of like this Jason Mraz kind of hippie vibe too. Okay. Um, lyrically, that's where I was kind of headed. And then that was my introduction. Like I went from that into Amos Lee and then just kind of like dove into these guys that use like played with words a lot uh, more than country does right now. But mm -hmm. um, yep. Then I fell in love with country music and decided that's kind of where I wanted to to route into. So, yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. And then, um, major move to Nashville and you know doing the writers rounds and stuff like that. And then you uh you fell on Broadway. I'm assuming at some point. Um, what was that kind of transitioning like? You know, you come from your your hometown and you come into the big city of Nashville and then you see Broadway and you're like, I got to play here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I actually, so my sister was living up here when I was under 21. Okay. Um, she was uh, working at the Vanderbilt hospital actually. Okay. And uh, we came up and visited. I don't know if I'm legally allowed to say this, but I was 19 <laughs> And we got into Honky Tonk Central before it was 8 o'clock. I was yeah. with my parents. And uh, we stayed there all night. So, like, they never checked my ID after that. Yeah. Like, got in there, and then, like, they started checking IDs. We stayed there from, like, 6 p.m. until, like, 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> and I was, like, hammered and not definitely not supposed to be there. Yeah. All. And I got, uh, she was actually friends with the band and uh, I got up on stage with them. And that was kind of like my first thing of like, I was like, once I was up there, nobody paid attention to me. I asked the band if we could do uh, Waiting on the World to Change, John Mayer. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, oh, like nobody cared. Maybe there was like three girls I cared. Yeah. And then, uh got down and I was like that was amazing and it was like it wasn't but it it was for me so yeah yeah exactly um 
Yeah, that. And then I started before I was 21. I thought so when I was visiting my sister, I would go and play down on the sidewalk. Okay. Make money. And uh, yeah, that was kind of like my first thing. I was like, I need to get off this street and in there. Yeah, I gotcha. That's cool. What was like, uh, what was the first couple places where you played at down there? Uh, so big machine. I was actually I got my first start off at um, Printer's Alley. Okay. Broadway. Okay. Um, I was playing it with the Whiskey Shot. Okay. Down there. Um, I was there for almost two years. I want to say. Mm. Um, got into Big Machine. Uh, through a buddy Danny Sparrow, talked to him, and he he helped me get into Big Machine. Okay. And then uh, got the gig with Redneck. Through Emily, mm-hmm. it all it all for me has been uh, just getting in with other people and then getting me the gigs, which is okay. great. Now I'm down at second fiddle, um, played at the stage and a few of those and yeah, all that. But it's been I don't know if I should. Say, yeah, it'll be fine. I, I avoid the tootsie circuit. I got gotcha. that, you. That makes sense. No, I, I got gotcha. you. I don't do the tryout thing that they do I've, I've definitely been on this here's what i can do give me a chance and yeah yeah, yeah. no that's and that's great because i love the second fiddle that's literally my favorite downtown yeah um obviously i like recently i've been more like kind of going over to midtown um hanging out there a little bit i, I mm. like the live oak this is always like great talent coming through there and definitely where the locals hang out I got you. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I and I think that that area is cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if I am going downtown, it's either gonna be Roberts or Second Fiddle. No. <laughs> that's that's it. Because Roberts obviously has cheap beer, and Second Fiddle is I don't know something about it, man. I just I love it. Like the first very first time a couple years ago, um, just kind of fell in love with that place, and um, all the artists that are there are awesome and um so i'm glad that you're playing there because i'm definitely have to see you sometime down yeah, there yeah, good time, man. yeah um i know there's a um yeah actually i reached out to them a while back um about sponsoring the podcast so trying to trying to put that into the universe i guess for right yeah. now and uh that'd be cool one day um, well, the thing that I learned is just bother people until they're. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's said. the whole industry. It yeah, is no. literally just bothering people until they say fine or they block you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. They say fine. Yeah. Oh. So. Yeah. Um. So I may have to do that. I may have to use that. Um. But yeah, man, I some about something about that town. I fell in love with it, and that's why I started this. And. I go down and see people like you and, you know, kind of, uh, I want to hear the background and, and, uh, your story instead of just, you know, going there drinking a bunch and mm-hmm. just listening to your, you know, cover songs. I want to learn, you know, your songs and I want to learn about you. And, um, cause I just want to learn, you know, behind the music, I guess, more or less. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why I started this man. And, um, there's thousands of artists like you down there. And it's just really cool to, you know, hear your guys' story. Um, so that's kind of, that's why I, you know, do this and trying to grow my stuff and yeah. Well, thank you, man. 
Um, so other than Broadway, um, I know a while back we, uh, tried last month. You said you're out touring some stuff. Where's, uh, mm-hmm. so you, you got a, a full band right now? Yeah. 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 I okay. have a, a three, three set of dudes that usually play for me. Okay. Uh, they play for other people too. So we try to, if they're booked out on that date, I'll, I'll have some other guys fill in, but I got three main guys and they're, they're great dudes. Um, and we just we hit the road pretty much. I mean, it's starting to die down right now. Um, mm-hmm. Then it picks back up. I'm gone at least every other weekend from September to December. Nice. So, like, during the summer, I'm like, I get to stay here, which is cool. And there'll, there'll be at least, like, once a month or twice a month that I get to go back out on the road. But it's nice to have some weekends to regroup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what are some of the – some of the venues you're going to play at. Okay. So there's a, we, we play at 10 roofs. A okay. Lot. Okay. Um, so we'll go and hit their Carolina run, uh, St. Louis. We, uh, just did Florida and we're doing Florida, th- uh, through December. Um, which is Florida's great. It's yeah. Great uh, the Kentucky ones. And then we'll go over to uh, like Arkansas and everything. Okay. Uh, I also am going to be in Georgia next weekend, St. Mm-hmm. Simons Island. That's at Ziggy's. Okay. Um, El Rey's, I'm hitting, uh, that's in Iowa City. Uh-huh. I'm trying to like, I'm, some of these places, I'm like, where am I going? <laughs> yeah. At least, at least I know where I'm going at some point. I yeah. don't know when that date is. I could be like, oh, this weekend's St. Louis. And then I don't know what bar it is, but yeah, it's a good time, man. I love being on the road. Oh, cool, cool. Um, yeah, that circuit of tin roofs is awesome, man. Especially for, um, you know, getting out there and seeing people and getting your name out there. It's it's a great yeah. little circuit for all that. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, and they're normally like everyone that I've talked to or like, um, who've done that and done the circuit and stuff like that. It's like that always. Like they're always happy to have you back every single time. And uh, they're always like cool people running home and stuff like that. So uh, that's cool. And so do you have any, uh, do you have any new music coming out soon or? I actually do. I actually just got the mix back for uh, a new song. It's called in a truck. In a truck. Um, Yes, sir. And uh, I don't have an exact date yet for it. Uh Uh-huh. Still getting the final mix through. Uh, hopefully, I want to say midsummer. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And did you uh, did you write that one with a couple guys or? Yeah. So the same same guys that were on out of the country, and then one of the guys that was also on rest of Texas, Kyle Winsky. Okay. And Pearson Swanson. Pearson Swanson. He's uh he's on that, and then also my producer also sat down and wrote this one with us, Andrew King. Okay. So it's going to be, it'll be our four names on, on there. And uh, yeah, I think we have uh, definitely a different song than rest of Texas and out of the country. It's, it's laid back mm-hmm. more. Um, definitely focused on like the writing side and, and getting a feeling across more to people. Um, nice. But I think it, it was time for that one, uh, a song like that. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, you got some you got some great music out so far. Um 
I think, do you have like, how many songs do you have out right now? Right now I have three. Three? three? Okay, that's what I thought. Because that's what I have on uh, Spotify. But um, Rest, Rest of Texas has done really well for you. Mm-hmm. you know I mean, and that's a great song. Out of the Country is a great song. Them Boots is a great song, man. Yeah, I appreciate um, it. Yeah, man, for sure. And you definitely have like, I don't even know how to, who you like exactly compare your voice to, but it, it's very well, like you could definitely hear it like on country radio for sure. Like, uh, it's a, you got a great, great, uh, tone and it's just, it's, everything's very well put together when, when like stuff like rest of Texas comes out very well yeah. put together. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, no, I'm excited to hear uh, more from you and, uh, it's going to be, uh, I'm sure it'll be great, whatever it is, man. I, I appreciate it. We're just, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, what, what the sound is exactly. I gotcha. That's where, with like them boots. Yeah. It's definitely like a different direction. Uh-huh. Rest of Texas and out of the country. Um, but I think I was just, you know, I take a lot of like ideas from Eric Church Brantley Gilbert, I try to put like musically when it comes to all of it put together with the instruments. When we get in to track the band, I'm I'm big on instruments, so I'm like, I want a fiddle solo in this. Like, there's a fiddle solo in Rest of Texas. Yep, yep. Then uh, boots, I was like, can I, I, dude? I don't know why, but I want a mandolin. Like, I was just like, I need, okay. like, I just want it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's this like. I'm trying to blend all these different like things where I get my inspiration from mm-hmm. um, and just seeing what sticks, you know, throwing it at the wall and being like, do they like this? If they don't, it's like, let's go back in and try something different. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's also the freedom. I think staying away from a label is I can do that. Right. I can put out rest of Texas and then I can turn around and go, I kind of want to put out a song like them boots. Let's do something like John Party. Yeah. And like as an independent artist, I'm allowed to do that. I have the, and I think that's what art is supposed to be in the first place is the freedom to create. Yeah. Yeah. So with, you know, uh, it's cool. It's, it's cool being able to go one direction and the other and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you feel like you're going to be doing the independent thing for a long time or would you be open to like signing onto a label? I think it would depend on if, if a label was willing to give me the same freedom that I have right now. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I'm not saying that they don't do that. Um, There's a, there's a lot that don't. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot that don't do that. Yeah. uh, you know, there it's it would definitely have to be an arrangement where it's like what they're gonna do for me is different than where I, what I'm already doing on my own. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of that, and a lot of artists have come to that realization now that you don't technically need a label. Yeah, like you, if you can, you can do it on your own. Right, you can do it with a great team of people, but you don't need a label to take that money from you. Right, so. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I gotcha. No, you definitely would have to get like a like a jelly roll label or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. And get that kind of deal. Yeah. 
Because they just they're just letting him do whatever he wants, and he's out there just killing. I it. think that is the thing is where you if you can show them that you're already doing it, true on your own, which is the way, and then you know that's yep. when they will. But trapping yourself into a their wheelhouse or where like the way that they want it to be mm-hmm. just doesn't. I mean, a lot of times I, I hear these horror stories of a lot of these artists getting signed. And then just getting put up on a shelf. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, but I also, I don't claim to know everything. I could be completely wrong. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, um, I'm wrong. I'm wrong a lot more times than I am right. So. Well, so am I, but I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you know what you're talking about for sure. I mean, you're, you're in the, you're in the industry and you know, everyone talks. So it, it's crazy how, big nashville is but yet how small nashville is oh yeah it's a high school <laughs> <laughs> that's like the first thing i noticed when i came up here yeah. it's a high school man yeah uh in a, in, a, in the good ways in the bad ways oh yeah for sure <laughs> it's, it's uh sure. yeah but everybody knows each other that's where you you gotta you gotta get around and get to talking to people and yeah it's great for that also, but you know, then there's also stories of people not. I think the the bad definitely gets fished out pretty quickly, which is also good. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Like, uh, like you said, the you know the independent artists using social media to boost everything that they're doing, and oh, what social media has basically done for the music industry is like just flip it like a whole 180 and it's crazy crazy and i i see that you're on tiktok you know are you on facebook too i am on facebook i don't really touch facebook much okay and instagram yeah yeah instagram is i uh when i went to mcsu they they kind of talked to like you you should be on every social media Mm -hmm. and they also were like but then pick like three and focus on those three okay so i'm mainly like i'm really on getting the numbers on Instagram, but now TikTok is just insanely blown up. Good. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Like it, it's kind of like, it's like a whole nother factor of your music career. Like even for me, for like the podcast, it's like trying to create content for this. And it's like something that like, I never really thought of that I would have to deep dive into, but it's like, that's like almost like 80% of what I have to do. Yeah. Yeah, you get you get just. I remember a, a lady I was working with uh, back last year. I mean, ninety percent of the phone calls that we had was, uh, "You need to make more TikToks. <laughs> you need to be posting at least like once a day. Yeah, five times a week at least. Yeah, and this whole and there are a lot of artists that you know are doing right where they're they're taking a day, they're switching outfits. And they're making their content for the week and they're posting it throughout the week. And it's uh, working. It's working. Yeah. yeah. Me, TikTok, I don't, I, I have to get past that, you know, cringe factor for me. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very unnatural for me, at least, to sit in a car and go, hey, here's my new song. Tell me what you think, you know, turn in the, it's, it's a, it's a different world, man. Yeah, it is for sure. For sure. Um, I even like, I got like a really nice camera that I bought and mm-hmm. I was doing some other stuff with it. Like um, 
I, I thought about trying to get into like a little bit like videography for some artists and stuff like that. Um, but obviously I live, I live way up in Michigan, so there's not a lot of country artists up here. So, um, are you in Michigan right now? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought you were right down here. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I live up here. Um, and I, uh, I, I just do this. I got some, you know, I actually have a job that I work every day and stuff like that, but this is kind of my hobby i guess more or less um and i uh yeah i fell in love like i said with nashville so i kind of deep dive into that and then i you know meet artists like you guys i'll be like oh i'm like how can i help you out what what can i do and i just i try and help out as much as i can because i just try and help like artists grow and stuff like that and um i i really don't really take any money i just just helping out, just trying to grow everybody. And, and with them, you know, posting stuff about me, then helps my podcast grow and mm-hmm. it's all a big circle. So, um, but yeah, so I, I live up here and, but like you said, I, I bought this camera, really nice camera and like this, like turning the camera on yourself, filming yourself is just, it's so odd and it's just unnatural. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely get what you mean there. Um, a lot of, like you said, everyone wants you to be posting like every day, every day, you know, yeah. and then a lot of these artists is like, they like their song blows up on TikTok and they don't even have the master done for it. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, all right, well now you got it. And then it's like, now you have to record it. Yeah. Now you have to. And that's so funny. Some of them don't even have the whole song written. So they'll just have like a snippet of it. Yeah, and it'll blow up, and then the song will come out, and the rest of the song you could tell is rough, <laughs> like written where it's like that is the greatest part of the song. Yeah, that was put on TikTok because that's all they had. Yeah, and then the, they tried to like throw all these pieces together and like we got to get it out, we got to get it out, and then it goes up, and it's like what the is the rest of the song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that is yeah. So that there is a a trick. So, you know, like once you have it already, yeah, put it out for the date and then you act. And the, I, I have sort of tried to do that and I've seen other artists do it where they literally pretend like, hey, hey, I just wrote this song. So they'll play you the work tape okay. or they'll play it on guitar. They already have all the masters. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Have all finished. Yeah. And they're like, then they'll also, you know, pretend. I mean, I'm now I'm giving secrets away. But I feel like people shouldn't. They already they they should know this common sense wise. Right. They'll go. Let me know if you want me to drop this song. And so you're giving the audience kind of like a say. Yeah. Or like a feeling like they have a say in what you put out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, you're putting it out anyway. Right. Like you're gonna drop it anyway. It has, yeah. If they all said no. You already paid all this money for this master, like <laughs> yeah, like that would suck. Yeah, but so it's it's this trick of like involving people and making them feel like they have yeah yeah uh, a say in what you're doing. Yeah, no, I it's all a game. There's it's a secret. All... Yep, there's a secret to the industry. But yeah. <laughs> I feel like people definitely should. Maybe you don't. It's not in the forefront of their brain when they're watching that, but you kind of have the idea that. Right. 
exactly yeah Yeah. like this has already been submitted to spotify and it's gonna come out in four (laughs) weeks (laughs) exactly yeah um that's crazy like um a guy that i was talking to he like he submitted to spotify and it it takes like four weeks for them to even like do anything with it Mm -hmm. so it depends on your on your distributor but yeah okay i got i think like the quickest it can come out is like a, a week Oh, really? Okay. But you wouldn't want to do, like, mainly, like, the furthest out you'd want to do it is, like, a month or so. Right. Right. Yeah. You got to give them also time for Spotify. will uh, uh, take into consideration, like, for the rest of Texas, it got put on Fresh Finds and Texas Now playlist. Okay. okay. So, for those playlists, cur- uh, the Spotify curated playlists, yeah. you have to give them at least two weeks or three weeks okay for them to yeah nice nice yeah like mine like i literally can post it or i put it on my program upload it and it literally takes like five minutes (laughs) it's weird with podcasts man it's real weird yeah i think like the music wise you can get it on other platforms but i think the general rule of thumb is you would want to yeah at oh. least give it, yeah, for promotion and and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, especially got to yeah. make people wait for it. Yeah, when you start talking about it. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, and uh, you can pump out a bunch of content and stuff like that. And yep. uh, who's oh Hayden Hayden Kaufman? He punches a ton of content for all of this yep. stuff, and he he does very well with it. All yeah. of it, yeah. He's good at that. That's I try to I try to look at what Hayden's doing. He's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely comment on himself, and he's uh, the music he's pumping on is great, dude. It's great. Um, some other uh, artists that I listen to right now are like Coulter Wall. <laughs> this nice. kind of like like totally yeah. opposite, and I just I've been really into his stuff lately. But yeah, Hayden Hayden I've been listening to a lot. Um, I've been listening to Jelly Roll's new album a bunch. Um, and then there's a couple others that are like up and coming. Do you know uh, Josh Kaiser? I've heard the name. Okay, yeah, he's dude. He's got a killer voice too. And um, but other than other than that, like I've been trying to deep dive like into non-mainstream music mm-hmm. and trying to find like people who aren't like you know crazy obviously i i do because their music's great too but i just been really trying to deep dive in the people that aren't on like country radio like every single second yeah day. <laughs> um who is uh if we had to go back i i normally do this like every episode if you had to go back and pick like one of your favorite artists from like the older generation who would it have to be you can do you can do like one or two if you can't pick on okay. one. Okay. Definitely George Strait. Oh, yeah. yeah. Keith Whitley. Oh yes. Um let's leave it at those two. Okay. Okay. So then with those being your old one, what would be like new age? Like what do you listen to from like the like new like say maybe like mid two thousands to now, okay. Brantley Gilbert, 
Okay. Uh, I will say I'm big on like the writing of uh, Ernest. Yes. Okay. I love Ernest and his writing is great. Yes. Yeah. He, dude. It's yeah. Ins- it's insane what he can pump out. I mean, he's the reason for you know. <laughs> yeah. Ninety percent of Morgan Wallen's yeah. him and Hardy. Like, I mean, I know this is crazy. Yeah. I think it was eleven songs on his new album, something like that that he wrote. Yeah, that's insane. That's literally insane. I don't and then to have his own heat. He's got his own songs that are great, dude. Oh my god! Um, yeah, that new, like the first part of Flower Shops, the album, and the second part were just amazing. Um, I even liked his older stuff too. Um, when he first started like doing country, kind of, um, like locals like, only and yeah, sugar. yeah. yes, <laughs> sugar doing yes, it's like a good vibe, yes. Great writing too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's such a good um what's the other one? Cheers. Yep. Yeah. Oh gosh, dude. So good. When he had that that wild mullet back in the day. I mean it wasn't back in the day, it was only like a couple years ago, but <laughs> I think it was nuts. It was like uh I don't know if you saw the episode, it was like him, uh Hardy and, and Morgan Wallen on Theo Vaughn's podcast when they were like all around there together. I've seen like snippets of it. I haven't seen like the whole thing. <laughs> His mullet is wild. Just wild. Um but yeah, dude. <laughs> Theo Vaughn is the best. Yeah, I that is he's so freaking hilarious. <laughs> it's just just off the cuff, just ridiculous. I know. The stuff <laughs> that like just comes out of his mouth, like just like I don't know. I don't even. I don't even know. It just doesn't make sense. But it, it, it <laughs> well, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. I, I tried to show my dad one of his Netflix specials. Yeah, and I definitely were like, my dad usually laughs at everything. He just sat there. He's like, "What is this?" It's <laughs> just like, do you not get it? Like, it's just like you just gotta get it. Yeah. <laughs> like he was just like he laughed a couple of times, but like it was I was like laughing the entire time. He's just yeah. like. I, I guess I was like, no, <laughs> no you don't guess with the <laughs> No, you get it or you don't. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh my God. He's so funny. Um, and his podcast is just, it's just hilarious. Some of the stuff that's on there. Oh my gosh. But, um, yeah, some like, I always say, I always say kind of the same ones when I, when I go back to the, um, older generation and the newer like um i'm always like i always say i was always like a big joe diffie fan still am nice um but i think i'm gonna change it up um to like something a little different maybe um try and think of like i mean keith 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 whitley was amazing um I think I might go with maybe like I might go with like Brooks and Dunn. Some of the stuff that that they came out with as a duo back in the nineties and it was just something that you never heard of and it was it was just a great duo. Um and obviously I always have to throw Joe Diffie on there. He's 
one of my favorites. Um, so, sorry, this is she's just needy. Oh no, it's all good. I have the same problem with mine, except I have a little. I have a little wiener dog. Nice. So, yeah, that's my it's my fiance's pride and joy. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, and then for new new age, I would probably go. Uh, right now, I'm trying to think what is what's just jamming right now. I might have to go with Jelly Roll right now, just because of his new album. It's just it was just so good. I need to sit down and, and dive into him more. Yeah, because he gets requested a lot downtown. Yeah, and uh, I, I play some of his stuff, but uh, like the only one that I I, I know well is Save Me, and then uh. What's the one that he has that's huge right now? Um, I think of the the name. Something about God. Or am I wrong? Uh, let me see. Oh, is it uh, Need a Favor? Maybe. Is there another one? Um, I mean, see, son this of a- shows you that I need to dive into it more. <laughs> like, <no. laughs> no, it's all good. There's like. Son of a Sinner was pretty yeah, big. Yeah, Son of a Sinner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there yeah, you yeah. Go. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah, those are... I just... <clears throat> I've been really, like, kind of diving into his new album, more or less. His really, really, like, country style, I guess, more or less. Um, but, yeah. Um, so those are probably my two. But, obviously, I talk about Hardy every episode. I'm not going to do it this one. Um, just the stuff that he's put out, just I don't know, amazing. But we'll go. We'll just we'll stick. We'll stick with that. I got you. I got you. I'll try <laughs> not to bring him up. Um, I I was told I talk about him too much. So, oh okay. <laughs> but no, it's all. But good. I'm allowed to talk talk about him, and you can just sit there quiet. <laughs> like, <laughs> they- <laughs> that is true. That he's is true. Amazing. All right, we can move on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It was one of the best concerts I've ever been to by like a solo show by himself. Then he had like uh um Jameson Rogers opening up and yep. my youth. Oh I've okay. seen Jameson Rogers, he's great. Yes, yes. He is good. Um and obviously Morgan Wallen kills it. Um killing the game, I think. And there's some of the stuff that he put out is his new album is really good. Um, do I think Dangerous Double Album was better? Yes. I think so, but that's just me. But I'm not going to say anything. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I, I'm not saying I agree. Yeah. I'm also saying I don't disagree. Okay. <laughs> um, just kind of been deep diving into, you know, non mainstream people trying to listen and, um, you know, and then I get to talk to, you know, have conversations with those people that aren't so big yet. Cause I'm not, I'm really nothing right now, <laughs> but I'm just glad that I got to have you on. Um, yeah, no, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me, dude. Yeah. And, uh, um, other than that, I don't think I have, I don't think I have too, too much more. Um, I think that's all I really have. I think we talked about most of the stuff that I wanted to kind of learn about you and um, 
got a new song coming out real soon. So everybody make sure and uh, follow and um, make sure go check out his new song. Make sure and do all the above TikToks, everything. Go check him out. He's uh, he's really going to be an upcoming artist for sure. Um, Rest of Texas was a killer song, and I can't wait to hear the next one, man. So, yeah, I appreciate that, Bo. Um, if you ever need anything, just let me know, and I'm definitely going to have to come watch you again down in Nashville. That was you killed it. Yeah, let um, me know when you're down there. Okay, I will for sure. Um, you killed it when I was there, and I'm glad that you reached out and uh, got to make this happen, and we'll, uh, we'll go from there. Cool. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Country on Me podcast. I was your host, Max Sheriff. Thank you, Mr. Pedersen, for everything. It was a, It was a great interview. I'm glad you got to come on, and we'll see you all on the next episode.